listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he's got the headgear off him. This is Footy Talk, Bumper Edition, Journos Edition. Michael Chamis, what are we going to talk about? The Raiders, they're not happy. They're not happy about Jack. No, nor would they be. Uh, Danny? Boxing match between PVL and Hamish McClellan. Yeah, round Which three. Team you of, on, Danny? Round <laughs> three of 300. <laughs> We are back, Footy Talk, Journos edition. Danny Widler first in today, only a few minutes late as opposed to, <laughs> we'll get to him in a minute, but how are you, Danny? I was actually just sitting in the car park making phone calls, waiting for the great Chammy to arrive. Doing so, your job. Michael yeah. Chamis is here. That's where he does his best work, sitting in the car park. When you, you do your best work. It, you do. You, I've seen, I remember growing up watching you come out of car parks and annoy people hey, hey, on camera. What are you saying? Is that you or someone else? Was that Mitchell Pierce? Was that you? What are you saying Remember here? that one? You know what I'm talking about. Listen, didn't you annoy me? I did hear you on radio this week. Did you? Wrapping our podcast, I probably, say a, probably a little bit podcast, too actually. heavily. It wasn't me. It was Woodsy. He's threatened by us. He's threatened that we are the number one podcast of all. Again, don't, you can't keep talking that up, Michael. <laughs> Why? Humble. Just be humble. This is 2023. We don't do humble. It's a new generation, isn't Adam it? Adam and I do humble. I do humble. <laughs> you don't yeah. do humble. Humble. Where do you do your best work, by the way? Me? Yeah. Walking around the office at work <laughs> with a phone. Nah, that's what I do the least. Glued to his I'm, ear. I'm one of those guys who gets very distracted. So if I'm in the office, I can't work. I'm not just trying to work that's, from home. That's more. great. That's great, isn't it? Well, if I'm in the true. office, I can't work. Because you need to make phone calls, get into like a room. You don't want to be talking out loud in front of everyone because then your contacts get the shits with you because they can. everyone knows who you're talking about. Especially the new age of people just speaking on their speakerphone. Oh, everyone yeah, out there, I'm anyone who it. does that, just that's knock chammy. it off. That's, that's chammy all over. Oh. Yeah. You know what else I don't like about him? He's got his phone ring is my alarm in the morning. So when he's sitting in the office and he's, I just have flashbacks having to wake up everyone. I didn't think you needed an alarm. I don't don't need it. Yeah, stop lying then. See, this is the problem with these journalists. It's there in case. So there's that working environment, a little snapshot into working environments. What do you reckon the working environment is like for Jack White and Canberra this week? (laughs) Well, it's cold in Canberra most of the time, isn't it? It's a bit colder. Uh, Uh, Look, look, this hasn't gone down well in Canberra. We can... hmm. Talk about it whatever way we want to. Uh, when I rang Don Ferner, I think it was, I got my days confused, it was last Tuesday. week one day. Oh, sorry, mate. I was at training uh, and I said, look, there's the manager of Jack Wines at South's training. I think South's going to have a, a pretty good crack here. He said, no, nah, not right. It's not, I know nothing about that. <laughs> so this is totally blindsided them. And I think that the fact that Jack is going there for, Maybe let's let's call it eight hundred thousand less over four years mm. is very hard for Canberra to swallow. It's a fact, though. It's a fact, and that that doesn't say good things about the Canberra club. No matter which way you want to say it, that their star player, their biggest name player, is leaving their club for eight hundred thousand dollars less money mm. after deciding to test the market to find out what he was worth. He found out he was worth a fair bit, but he went for less. <laughs> How do you sense. think that washes with Canberra? Well, they don't believe it. Well, they, they have to believe it. I mean, well, they don't it's happened. It, I'm not suggesting anything untoward for one second, but Canberra privately don't believe. They, they know Jack Whiten quite well, and they don't believe he's taken that much less. They think it's been made up somewhere else. Now, I'm not suggesting that is the case at all, but that's Ca- Canberra. That's why they're upset. They say Jack Whiten wouldn't give up that much money. 
Well, I, I actually do believe it. Yeah. yeah. I might be naive, but I do believe that Jack Whiten genuinely wants to win a comp. Uh, I know that in his talks with clubs, he has said that he is still haunted by that grand final loss. He's so upset by it. Six again. Six again. Uh, he he can't. He hasn't gotten over it. That hasn't come via spin to to me. Is that the only from, reason he's leaving, Danny? Well, he's been there for a long time and they haven't won a comp. So obviously that's a big reason. There's a, there's a lot are of you, talk. What are you, what are you no, getting at? Without getting, getting into something. Well, without getting into too personally, but there, there there's a suggestion that there's a personal reason that he has to leave Canberra. Okay, I don't know that. You think that he just wants to go? I and don't play. know the personal reason. Canberra think there's a personal reason. That Is he it wants a personal? reason relationship with someone in the football club or is it something outside? No, no, it's outside? got nothing, nothing to do with footy. Something a, a, outside. A, a, yeah, his own issues. Fair enough. Is that a personal we'll reason? Leave that alone. Yeah. But if that's the case, he's got to do what he there's, has to do. There's so many layers to this because Canberra have rightfully so feel aggrieved by firstly the messaging that came out. I want to test my value on the open market, but you go back and it goes deeper than that. The history with Jack and off field you know, I get acting like that. an idiot and, and, and they stuck up for him. They stuck solid. Mm. They didn't throw him out of the club. They didn't make life too difficult for him. They did everything they could, developed him into this world-class player. And then the opportunity arises that he goes and he goes. But the flip side about the salary cap, I, not for one second can I get my head around the fact that South Sydney would make realise that this is such a public story and knowingly – and they'll trying be investigated. to find a way yeah. to go around the salary cap. It just does not make sense on any level. Same, that's, that's how I feel about it. I feel like in this day and age, for such a big deal to go through, and yes, Andrew Abdo and co will, will have a close look at it, it'll be a massive risk to be doing anything un- untoward. Yeah, but you don't have to do anything untoward. There's no suggestion that, well, there's no reason why Jack White and through his management company haven't sourced a third party in Sydney. That, that is allowed. They were allowed to source third parties themselves. They may have. They may. I don't know. So I don't that's, know a, if they that's have. a third party. Just for people listening out there, that are not across it because they're they're one of the more confusing things about the salary cap. The third yeah. party thing. That's a sponsorship or a benefactor that's not attached presently to South Sydney Football Club. That's right. Club, South South Sydney aren't bring. allowed to have anything to do with this third party deal. But there's no stopping his management company from going to Footy Talk. They could have said okay. They footy said talk. Footy Talk. We're going to go yeah. give Jack one two hundred thousand dollars if he comes plays to South Sydney. They're going to do what, Charlie? <laughs> you're paying us what you're paying us, and you're going to go. Oh, <laughs> Hopefully he comes on the podcast for that, mate. <laughs> but they can do that. The management can do that. And sometimes third parties aren't – you're not able to get them in a market like Canberra because the big companies are in Sydney or in Brisbane. And, and there are a lot of third parties in Brisbane over the years. And they are allowed. There is nothing illegal about them. What is illegal is if South Sydney have gone out themselves and Russell's called somebody and that, that's, that's not allowed. Mm. They're not allowed to have anything to do with it. But – I'm not saying that there is a third-party deal in place, but it is allowed if they source it themselves. What, what I find interesting, and which you brought it up, Michael, by saying that you know the Raiders have done so much for Jack and looked after him, and I, I think was it you said that or yeah, I, I think I oh, sorry, yeah, Zoe he, said that. He's gone. He's, he's, um, it's okay. I'm old getting man. old. Old man syndrome. Yeah, it's okay. Well, yeah, head knocks. <laughs> but um, well, whoever said it, um, yeah, someone said it. Someone said it. I think that it's it's an interesting narrative, and I think. That narrative that's come out of Canberra, and I'm not having a crack at Canberra, but that narrative hasn't helped in their bid to re-sign Jack or keep him mm. at the club. I feel like people like Jack would have read that sort of that line of thought, uh, that commentary that we've done so much for Jack, and I don't think it's had the effect that maybe they were hoping. I think mm. it's had the reverse effect, saying, well, why is this being brought up? They haven't, they haven't made him feel guilty. 
they made him. It was interesting, though, that when he pulled out of Origin a couple of weeks ago, he came out and said, he made a point of saying it in an interview, I think it was with Phil Rothfield, to say, I really respected Freddie for helping me out through my troubled time when I was playing up and, and getting up to all of that. He came out and said it then. but So he hasn't said anything like that about Canberra and how they've kind of backed him up recently. Well, I don't about. think the narrative that has been pushed that Canberra have done so much for Jack has helped them in their quest to keep Jack. I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's tugged at his heart. I think it's more like, well, why is this being said? Yeah. And it's come out of certain areas, which, you know, so Jack knows how the media works. And I think that he's looked at it and thought, well, you know, that's not really what I want so, to hear. So Canberra don't think that he would go for less money, right? But yeah. I'm going to ask you this. Yeah. Am I the only one who thinks that Canberra paid him way offered him way over? Well, that's it. That what did was their their initial offer was designed to blow everyone else out of the water. And I don't think it was one Which they probably one. have to pay to keep him because of the situation, right? But I, I don't think Jack Whiten is a $1.1 million player. Well, like, I, don't, I don't know if 1.1 was actually the right figure. 1.05 from what I was told. Okay, I was told it was around one, whatever. We're, yeah. we're, we're mucking around over a little bit of money. But it's probably more than he's worth. Maybe Souths have paid the right money. But they literally couldn't have done any – they're right, Canberra, in saying we couldn't have done any more to keep him. No, they've done their best. But if a guy wants to leave, he wants to leave. The they've only done th- their best financially. I don't know if in the, the tactics they've used have, have necessarily been the, the correct I ones. think they've known for a while he's gone, which is why – What do you mean? I think they to felt – Souths or – Just anywhere. Right. I, I think they felt that he was going to leave and were controlling the message that this is Jack doing, this is not because of us. Tell you and, one thing that's a lot of hot air – is the fact that this needs to get through the NRL and what are they going to do about it? What can they do about it? Nothing. Well, they like they we, can if they don't deem it's market value, but I, I think that's not going to be an argument. How, that's how stack can, up. Again, like we discussed a couple of weeks ago, how can you put market value on the instincts, not just in terms of on pitch, but who he wants to play with, who he wants to play for, what no, he stands know, for as a family They person. have the grounds to do it. If they smell right, how, many, how many centres are getting more than 850? Probably not many, right? He'd no. be almost – he's being bought as a centre in theory. Mm. Uh, I guess the argument that's – they could use that argument and say, well, maybe Joey Manu is getting more, I don't know. But mm. uh, there aren't many centres who are getting more than no, – He'd be one of the they, high paid. What I'm saying is that's game. probably what they can present if they say, well, this is what we bought him as a centre. We're paying him top dollar as a centre. Mm. What I'm saying is that this valuation thing is just irrelevant in my opinion. Mm. You, you can say it and you can – you know, it, it puts a little bow on it for fans to try and believe. Okay, so let but me say, what if it was the Roosters that had signed Jack White? And then we'd all be saying the same thing. Right? Oh, we'd all be wearing sombreros on exactly. this podcast today. And, yeah, playing so this Mexican is why the NRL music. needs to have the power to do what they do. I'm not, I'm not saying they they're going the, to. There's no power because they they're do. not going to do anything about they it. They won't register. No, they do have the power. Didn't they not when register? Was the, they won't Israel register Israel a contract. Falau? Israel Folau. Remember that Parramatta issue years ago? Parramatta tried to sign him. I can't remember the figures, but they tried to sign him. Might have been back then around 500000 which still was a lot of money, and the NRL wouldn't allow him to Mate, sign if I'm for Jack what they White, deem- I'd just take that straight to court and say, how can you legally say that you can't take unders to try and win well, a premiership well, with my mates? Yeah. Remember when Sonny Bill came back to the comp the second time? Yeah. The Roosters were trying to sign him and the NRL set a mark of value. They said he's worth, I think it was four fifty at the time, but mm. there was only a certain amount of the season left. So they prorated his value yeah. based on a four fifty season. It didn't happen with Matt Lodge recently too. They they put a value on him. The, yeah. The Roos- yeah, so. yeah. So they do do it, but I, I don't think there's going to be, well, I'd be surprised if you could value a centre, mm. if he's a centre, at, yeah. at more than what he's getting. And he is a 30-year-old. So is it a good oh, signing? I think he's getting what he's worth. Is, I, it, I just, is it a good signing, Michael? Oh, it's a great signing for Souths, mm. especially at that money. And they've been so close for how many years now? What, five pre? Is it five prelims they've been in the, the last? prelim specialists. Yeah. 
it's apart from two seasons. They need, they they need something. Ball. I don't know the machinations of what goes on now with the rest of their squad mm. uh, as a result of him I've coming in. I've asked South about that. Uh, I, I think a couple of players might leave, but I don't think they're going to be forced to leave any of their. Well, if you're Isaiah Tass, you'd leave. If you, you, if you, you would probably say, yeah, if I can get a better deal, can I go? And they'll say yes. Yeah, there's I'd, a few players off contract. I think Liam Knight, Liam Knight will be one. Tass off Taff, contract. Those sort of guys. Yeah. Do you reckon there's a chance he goes now? Like, can it get that ugly at Canberra? Wow. That Jack White goes. Now? I'm not. Hey, I don't. I'm not suggesting anything going. Yeah, on. I know. I know what you're saying. Spitballing with you here. Do you think there's a chance this could get ugly? Was well, a chance it could get ugly? Yeah. Is that how upset Canberra or Jack is? Well, I don't think Canberra happy. I haven't talked to Jack. Mm. I don't think Canberra happy. What do, we do, you, do you throw your season away now? I mean, Jack. Jack's a. I don't know Jack very well, but from people I've talked to who are on the recent Kangaroo tour. He was probably the most popular player on the tour in terms of as a as an individual, likable. You were there, Michael. Yeah, was I was he? bumped into the lifts a few times. No, Jack was great. Jack was great to deal with. Mm. He was in a good mood. He was happy. He enjoyed mm. himself. What's your question? <laughs> uh, you answered it. Canberra uh, have got full pockets now. Who do they go after? Mm. That's the problem, isn't it? There's there's not a lot of big names who they can potentially get down there. I mean, like the obvious ones are. I mean, do they re-look at a Luke Brooks in the halves? I don't know whether that ship sailed. I'll tell you what, I You're, wonder, mm. I wonder if they look at Jerome Luai. But that, see, so that goes against everything that He goes against about. it. I think Don Ferner, the CEO of the Raiders, called him a mug lead, didn't he? I think that the Canberra club <laughs> have been really down on the way Penrith carry themselves. They also think that Jerome Luai is the kind of guy you do not want to play against, but you'd love to have him in your team. I don't know if they could patch things up with Jerome Luai. The, the things that have been said. His name was mentioned to me today by another club too. He said, mm. I bet you they have a crack at him. And oh, I said, I, I poured water on it because of the history. Yeah, I think they'll become, I think if there haven't already been, Danny, I reckon there have been conversations internally already about should we have a look at Jerome Luai because we know that the situation at Penrith might be difficult for them. I don't think they like to him. keep him. I just think yeah. history, history. Oh, I don't, I'd have a crack I at him. I don't see Jerome going to Canberra, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think he's... You'd have a crack at Dylan Edwards, wouldn't you? If you're Canberra. You'd yeah. have a crack at Joey Manu. Yeah. Um, the- this is the problem they had. This is what they thought. If they pay overs for J- uh, for Jack White, which probably is 1.05, 1.1, is overs. It doesn't compare to the overs they're going to have to pay to get a Joey Manu. That's right. That was their problem. Or a Jerome Luai. Mm. Do they go back to England? Well, Re-establish the problem, that the problem is The problem is going back to England is the guys who have left, I don't think they've had good things to say about the place and the way, you know, George Williams and Bateman, it, it didn't end well. Mm-hmm. Don't know if they'll be getting a, a good review from those guys. Mm. It's okay. a big problem for them. It's a really big problem because they're, they're, in, they're in a rebuild mm. and they have been for a couple of years really, where they have to rethink the way they do everything in Canberra and not have a marquee sort of player. I actually don't mind the owners just thinking out loud. I think it's teams out of the major cities. They should be given salary cap dispensation because it's not a level playing field. Because most people want to live in the city. It's cheaper to live in Canberra, though, isn't it? Well, it is, but some people want a, a lifestyle. People want to live. What's wrong with Canberra? In Sydney by the beach next to your house on that mansion on the water. People want to live. <laughs> people want to live in Penrith, Danny. Don't they? I'm He's building a mansion. I'm not answering. I'm not getting personal with you, Michael. He's oh, building really? this palace that you, you can see from You always want to get personal with everybody. I'm not getting personal. You want to get personal with everybody. Yeah, listen to this guy. Yes. The Dolphins. About this little extension of the Jack Whiten signing. So they miss out on Jack. They miss out on Big Nelson, who apparently they, they wanted a crack at, and he's just signed for four years down in Melbourne, re-signed. I don't know if you saw those uh, scenes. So mm. Matt Tripp came into the dressing room and announced it, and everyone went uh, went nutso. But what does it say about the Dolphins that, again, they miss out on two biggish names 
even though they're performing like they are, does it really matter? It's interesting because, I mean, there was a lot of strong indications early on that Jack was going to the Dolphins. Mm. That was everybody's tip before Souths snuck in. And I'm not sure why he why it fell apart there. I think maybe the length of deal wasn't really what Jack was after there. Mm. I think they were more keen on three years and four years because they saw a danger in the fourth year. Um, so maybe that's why that fell over. I don't know if that's so much as an insult to uh, the Dolphins' offer or is it, or the way they presented. I'm not sure. Or the club, I don't know. Mm. But I do think that it's a problem for them that they you know, keep missing these guys, even though they're playing tremendous footy and they've, they've made some reasonable signings, I think, for, for next year. But to, they keep searching for this marquee player, don't they? I disagree on that one. I think this is not a reflection of the Dolphins. It's more a reflection on his on South Sydney. I think if it wasn't South Sydney, he probably goes to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think in the other cases, when you look back last year, Brandon Smith, Kalen Ponga, Cameron Munster, Cameron Munster. Yeah, okay, you could you could. There's definitely a a trend developing there, but I don't think this one is them missing out as as much South Sydney getting their man. And I wouldn't be surprised if, as you said, they South Sydney snuck in. I reckon they were quietly waiting in the background, South Sydney, given the ties that. Uh, his management company, Jack White, and have with Luttrell. They have obviously Cody. And Cody. Mm. I reckon there was something in the background. I reckon you'd be time. like that at a house auction, Michael. Tell me. Oh, man, Danny would be bidding away. Noble, yeah. noble people with yeah, their noble, hands up early on. Sneaky. And then just right at the last minute, his prick at the back had just oh, put his hand up. <laughs> just a, as he's about to go That's a great sold. description of him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean prick. I mean guy. No, no, I'll take prick. I'll take prick. <laughs> I, I don't know if I, I don't have the patience. I'm a bit too antsy to sit there and – one factor that we haven't discussed is if Latrell Mitchell's not at Souths as well. So they're good. How big a factor was Latrell in getting Jack to definitely to a factor? Yeah, uh, definitely a factor. I don't think his relations uh, that he made with Cameron Murray, I think, it was in on the Kangaroo tour. Hmm. I think that played a part. So he's very friendly with a bunch of the Souths guys. Campbell Graham. That all was part of it. That was definitely part of it. And he he loved to win a comp with those guys. And wouldn't it be funny if Souths won the comp this year? Mm. <laughs> he, he got there put, and put uh, the year after he's yeah. hope for Jack's sake that doesn't uh, happen the, but they're a big chance out aren't they so. absolutely uh, we're going to take a quick break on Footy Talk Journo's edition we'll be back in a moment ah, look at that Peter Volandis and Hamish McLennan are on the rundown hey happy days <laughs> gents PBL and Hamish when we started this podcast you dare say that yeah we were going to mention Peter Volandis a few times but I would have put it at about 400 to 1 that we're going to talk about Hamish McClellan <laughs> a fair bit. Can we, can we see what, what hat are you wearing today? Hamish's hat or PBL's hat? <laughs> Which team are you on today? Do we have to have a team? Yeah, you, yeah, you do. It's his sport. You do have to have, have a team. Come on, Danny. Punch back. What team are you on? He's we have goading to have a you. Team. You do have to have a team, yeah. Michael, it's all about stories. Oh, okay. Well, and so, I'm, I'm happy to take Peter Volandi's view on things. I'm happy to take Hamish's view on things. And... I'm happy to take their phone calls, speak to them about all sorts of issues. Mm. And if I get a good story out of Peter, great. If I get a good story out of Hamish, great. So you just use people is what you're saying? No, I mean, it's my job is to get stories uh. as it's yours. If I have missed a call from Peter Volandis, I do tell him now that I was on the phone to Hamish. <laughs> One thing, and he kind of laughs at it, but not really. <laughs> yeah. One thing that really annoyed me last week was the fact that uh, about three hours after we recorded last week's show, Roger Tuivasa-Sheck, Signs. And then a few hours after that, uh, Peter Volandis with his um, 
is Bill Ring a quote? <laughs> what is it? They shouldn't call it rugby union. They should call it rugby boomerang. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, he's always, he's got a good sense of humour, Peter. Uh, yes, Far out. Yes. And you, you can imagine how happy you would have felt when he got that yeah, line. Oh, yeah. as well. like, he would have had that one written down in the top drawer. <laughs> He does think about these things. Yeah, late uh, night, the die on the side of the table. He doesn't mind, though, P- PVL, because he's got a bit going on at the moment. He's had his battles with Racing Victoria and AFL. Melbourne Cup. And, and and previously, maybe it's oh, it's not the name because it's it's Gillen, not Hamish McLaughlin down there at <laughs> AFL. But he, he's he's chipped away at him and had a go, had a go. And now he's turned his attention. He's, yes, I've got, I've, I've got, I've Hamish got my Hamish is guy. doing a Peter Valandis on yeah, Valandis. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Hamish is the one throwing the jabs and Valandis is looking for the knockout. Um, but it, that's what's going on. I mean, so, it's, yeah. it's it's good sport. It's good sport. It's good, Not everybody know. likes it. Like it's um, getting a bit. Well, your stable mate Andrew Webster is it's, it's oh, getting all webby uppity uh, about it. Came off the long run. Did he you? wrote yeah. an article about the fact that he had to write an article about two guys who were in a lot of articles at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> he he didn't like, miss Webby. He it's didn't like miss. a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> he does watch a bit of Seinfeld. He loves. <laughs> he loves his Seinfeld. Webby, but seriously, where is this heading? Is this just going to? Yes. You know, it's going to get a bit boring, and then all of a sudden, there's a headline come out and. Well, yep. I think Hamish had a media conference yesterday and gave Philandis a few more. Another one? Yeah, a few uppercuts. So. What did he say? Oh, along the lines of Peter Who, you know. Oh, it's always yeah, going to be questions. Every time you rock up now to a press conference with those two guys, you are going to just not stir the pot without reason, but you are going to ask a question about the other. Have to do it. Mm. Have to do it. Michael, you know that. It's part of the… Yeah, yeah, no. That's, it's you, good fun. You it's good fun. It's, it's getting to the point where now it's… I, I'm all for it, but it's just be like, it's, it's losing its oomph now. No, they'll facts. find new and inventive ways. Yeah. I agree. There'll be new and inventive ways. $8.2 million profit for Herald. Rugby Australia. <laughs> <laughs> $8.2 million profit for Rugby Australia. Do you get the feeling that some of that, if not not all of it, is a very valuable player, but Payne Haas might be getting a chip of that or offered yep. a portion I, I, I of that? I do. Look, they see value in Payne Haas. Hmm. Uh, he's, is he the best forward in rugby league? Close to it. Yes. Again, it's it's a trophy. It's a great trophy for rugby if they can get him. Hmm. Whether Payne wants to go, I, I do know there's some appetite, uh, at least to listen. Uh, he's getting offers from overseas rugby at the moment. They're, and that's probably more money than hmm. you know, Rugby Australia can throw at him. He also had a bit of a uh, – his, his manager told me last week he had the NFL asking him uh, hmm. a few couple of months ago whether there'd be some interest there. And, again, that's potentially – that could be on the table. Hmm. So he's got a lot of options. And I think rugby is definitely going to have a good crack at him. Why wouldn't they? He's mm. a tremendous athlete. I don't know if he plays breakaway or inside center. Or, I don't know where he plays. But oh, he's an eight. What? He's an eight. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Well, you don't know the rugby. I think, he's, I think he wears ten at the moment. Does he wear eight or ten? Michael was about to say he thinks he's a wing defence. He has no <laughs> idea about rugby union. So no, unfortunately. But he's got potential to play rugby. Yeah. And, yeah. Absolutely. And earn big dollars. So that the. the the key quote for me this week was the fact that Hamish said, we are targeting guys who have played this sport in high school, so we don't need to educate them from mm. scratch. I didn't see that. That's about the game. So th- there has been that comment. So <laughs> there's a few of those in rugby league. So I don't think rugby league can do much about it though. Really? I mean, how, how are you going to – unless you really totally restructure how you set up the salary cap, marquee players. Well, Volandis wants to do that. Volandis wants to – in a sense, he wants to you know, give discounts to – Players at league poachers from rugby, so that's their way of what about fighting designated game. players outside the cap. Can you ever see that happening? Don't be out. I think they, they go want, in they the want cap. To bring just, this. just, just say uh, Max Jorgensen, like he's mm. the he's the rising star in rugby. Uh, Laurie Daly reckons he's worth a million bucks, right? Already, 
Um, that's if, if Swali is worth 1.6, yeah. he reckons he's worth a million. So just say the Roosters decided to have a crack at him. Mm. They might only have to pay, put 500 in the cap for him and be able to pay him a million. Well, that's the, that's the thing that Rugby League can go back at Rugby Union yeah, with. That's the, the only the, way. This satisfaction that they've, Rugby Union have totally reset their valuations on players with all of this. So if you're a talented rising like young Max is, a a winger, you go, oh, hang on a minute, my valuation is this. If Rugby Union turn around and go, no, mate, sorry, that's just for the leagueies. Yeah, that's not going to wash. No. It'll be colder than Canberra. Mm. 1.6 million. Is Joseph Soli in the top 30 players in the game? I think he is, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot on potential. I, I think he's a... I think he's, yeah, potentially. Yeah. Potential, yeah. I'm not asking about potential. Is he right now a top 30 player in the game? I don't even know if he's the top 40 player in the game, okay. to be honest with you. Yeah. But a lot will. of money. Oh, I think he's, I think he's, he's trending playing. that way. Yeah, if, if he's, he's not. He's very good. But, like, if you look at the impact he's had this year in the centre, there's been a I lot think of. he's a winger. There are a lot of deficiency, deficiencies defensively. I think there was an instance on the weekend mm. against the Dragons. Good luck to him. Take the money. But just rugby are taking the gamble. But as Gus said on 100% footy on Monday night, everything they've paid, they've got it back. Oh, they've got publicity. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Publicity. Yeah. Why are you smiling? I'm not. Yeah. No. It was, it's your turn next week, 100%. <laughs> Kyle Flanagan. Mm. So the, the, the poor guy, he's, he's like a – he's almost down the line of, of Luke Brooks without the, the payback, it, it seems. But So he's he's been dropped this weekend. Also, Josh Schuster, reading between the lines, Manly came out and said, oh, it's a quad problem. He needs to recondition himself. But then Daily Cherry Evans at the press conference, it sounded like he's been dropped. Whatever way you look at it, these two young halves, pressure on halves. You've got the the recent Sam situation Walker. with Sammy Walker. Mm-hmm. Don't know how he went at Wendy Park last weekend, but he'll be back. He's, he's too good not to be back. But what does it say about how clubs view their halves, what they need out of their halves, and the market for the halves as well? It, it seems like certainly when Sam Walker got dropped, it's all – yeah, he got dropped. Where's he going to go now? Mm. It's like, hang on a minute. <laughs> He's still very much contracted in the plans of the Roosters. I only bring this up because it's a really interesting situation where a, a, something happens to a half and the first thought is, oh, not how he's going to get in, back into first grade in his team. It's where's he going to end up? Should we deal with Kyle Flanagan first yeah. maybe? I don't think he ends up back in as a first grade halfback for the Bulldogs. Uh, I think unless there's a, a bunch of injuries, I feel like, that might be him. They gave him his done. crack. Yeah, I feel. I feel like mm. he's had his crack. I wouldn't be surprised if they. I noticed they've been playing him a little bit of hooker, dummy half. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if they look at him in in that sense. Shane was a hooker, his dad. Mm. Um, but I, I think that might be where they look at him. But clearly, they gave him what seven, eight games. Yeah, uh, gave him a fair whack of last year and. Kyle is a, a brave player. He's a he's a fittest bloke at the Bulldogs. Puts his body on the line, but he hasn't been able to deliver what they want out of a halfback, and that's points and mm. and direction. And I feel like yeah, I don't I don't know if he makes it back, Michael. What, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, well, he's off contract at the Bulldogs, yeah. and he's on a deal worth six hundred thousand dollars. Which so you can understand why he hasn't rushed out to go somewhere else. Mm. Cameron Seraldo's given him all preseason. He's had eight weeks. He hasn't been bad, but in the key moments, he hasn't been there for the Bulldogs. And that's been the frustration. He's tried his, he's tried his backside oh, he, off. And he's running a bit more. Yeah. He's, he's a good kid. He just I just don't think he is a someone who's going to be a, a long-time first grader. And, and, and Could he play hooker? I don't know. He, he has played a couple of games. Well, he's played. He's moved into the hooker role. Did he do it two weeks in a row now? Mm. Uh, after when Josh Reynolds come on the field? I, I think this is the last we've seen of Kyle yeah. Flanagan in the NRL. And that's... 
In the NRL. NRL full stop. Wow. Okay. What? I'm Where's just asking. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Maybe a club will throw him a lifeline. Yeah, maybe. I mean, his, his dad's at uh, Manly. For how long? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the off- He's had a few offers in the Super League the last couple of years and knocked mm, them yeah. back. Mm. There's been- That could be his future. Well, I think he'll, I think he'll do well over there. I think what he'll a- do well over there. What about Schuster? It's interesting one, isn't it? He's a bright star, but he just can't seem to stay on the field at the moment. Uh, or even last year, could he? I mean, he had, he had injuries. Mm. I think he's on pretty big coin too. Like, I think he's on uh, Jack White and money, mm. you know, like 800 plus or eight around that. Well, they let Foran go to give yeah, him this Yeah, I was going to make that point. Yeah. They, yeah. They, there were people at the club who weren't happy about Kira Foran going, but the, the the fear was that Schuster would leave if they didn't give him the responsibility. Yeah, is he on the contract now? Or has uh, he got another year? I'm not too sure when he's off. I, I think he's not far from… I think you reported last year. I think you were the one who wrote the story that there could be issues with Schuster. If Kieran Foran, well, there definitely move was. On. His manager said that if he's not playing five eight as he'd been promised, we're going. See, that's a, that's that's always a tough sign. That, like, if you're getting dictated to by the management about where your where players should be playing, it doesn't end well. Well, here's the problem then for Schuster, as far as I can see, about if if Daly's words and we're maybe twisting them to to suit a narrative that we think is correct that he's been dropped and to I go and work he's on him. Dropped. But no. the tackle he came up with, or attempted tackle he came up with, wasn't of an eight hundred thousand dollars standard. The thing play is, when he, when he resigned against though, the Tigers on the weekend, when, he, when he when sorry when they decided to move on foreign, his manager is Mario Tartak, isn't it? Yes, we've spoken about this on the show before. His power at the club was so much mm. so f- greater last year than it is right now. His his influence in the club has been diminished, and there's a point being made by the CEO Tony Mestrov to actually diminish his power at the club. So that threat that was there last year isn't as powerful as it is now, and while they moved on for and to keep Schuster, if he doesn't perform, mm. they're not going to bend over backwards to make sure that he that he's happy. If he doesn't perform, there's a kid. I think he's also one of Mario's clients as well. Find it. Yeah. Uh, Latsu. Latsu find it. He's, 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 he's very good. He's very good. But and Schuster, if, are, you, are we writing Schuster off? I think he's no, an I'm, outstanding I'm not writing him player. off as a player. I'm just saying if he's not delivering as a six, you mm. take that responsibility away from him because he, he plays his best football and he's playing just naturally off the cuff. It may, perhaps alongside Daly at six, he can do that. But he definitely can. Where, where does he best fit into that football team? It, it might not be six, especially six. with this kid coming through. It is six. For how long? Oh, he's just a six. Said, you just said this kid's a superstar. Oh, this kid coming um, through. Yeah. yeah, but he's 17 years of age. He's four years off playing regular first four grade. Four years. Probably. Yeah, that's a, that's a big step from you playing played, flag you, you and all that. played New South Wales Cup on the weekend for the first time. Okay, well, maybe yeah. two years then. Yeah. But regular first grade. But Schuster is an absolute six. The way that the game is played at the moment, Manly play with basically – the three middle forwards are the, the two props and the 13. They got mm. Oshay Alloway. Oshay Alloway. Charging through <laughs> the middle. Oshay Alloway. And, like and uh, going to the tunnel like to it. start fights that Michael can report on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but th- that's the way they play. They're not playing a ball player at 13, Manly. So he is an absolute locked-in six. Mm. I do think, though, that Anthony Seabold appears to be the right coach for him because he's going to give him – the right kind of guidance. He's not going to go, this guy's crap, and then leak stuff to the media about, oh, he's, he's not training or whatever. I'm not saying that he is, but he, he will do the right thing by his long-term prospect rather than try and, oh, let's chuck him out there and see yeah. if he can win us the game against the Gold Coast And he's Titans got the right bloke next to him in the seven to, to, be, have, to have the freedom to do that as well, mm. with daily controlling the, the team the way he does. Then Schuster doesn't have to worry about a lot. Mm. I'm, I'll be fascinated to see, but I, I rate him very highly as a player, mm. very highly. Last one, is it Victor the Inflictor or Victor the Victim? Look, I, I think it's a long bow to say that people are 
targeting, like the refereeing ranks or did you hear the ref to James Tedesco on on the sports is on the weekend? No, I didn't hear what he said. He, Tedesco, quote unquote, not exactly sure the exact words, but he said, if it wasn't him, would he be going to the bin? And the ref turned around and said, do not go down that path. Yeah. It's, it's a big call to say that, isn't it? <sighs> to say that. But that's what everyone at the targeted. Roosters are feeling. Oh, they're, they're definitely feeling. I think Trent Robinson almost, I think you said that in the post match media conference. Yeah. And, and I get their frustration, but they also internally, Trent Robinson's had to pull Victor through a few times and say, listen, you've got to change things. You've got to do things better. Mm. And he's a smart enough footballer, hopefully, that he'll be able to save his career and not sail on that head high he line. He shouldn't have been binned on the weekend on Tuesday. He shouldn't have been binned. It's a penalty play on, move on, the game goes on. The sin binning was over the top. And the but is he being targeted? Was that because he's no, Victor No, not, he's not being targeted, no. And, and a lot of those sin bins he's had over the years have been his fault. Yeah. But. I felt I felt sorry for him for that one. There was a Reddit thread. You know what one of them is, Danny? Oh, I don't. Know. I don't. Know. It sounds like something I shouldn't be looking at. <laughs> no, 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 that's no, no. not Reddit. Oh, it's, it's something else. Yeah, no, Reddit. it's good. It's good. No, it's a Reddit's. It's my port. <laughs> Trust me. You don't have to clear your cache when you uh, look at Reddit. <laughs> sounds like you've done that a few times, Adam. <laughs> Never. Um, since the start of 2021, uh, I, I can't read who it's from, but it's fascinating. He's done. He's crunched the numbers on Victor, and basically, the the bottom line is. Depending on how you look at it, in the past three seasons, Radley has been unavailable for 20 to 25% of the time or about 20 minutes per game due to sin bin, suspension, HIA or concussion alone. They'd probably want to get more out of him then, wouldn't they? Yeah. If, that's, yeah. if, that, if those stats are right, um, which I'm not doubting Reddit, whoever that is, yeah, whatever. It's no, no, person, it's someone on Reddit. Okay, whatever it is. It's not a person. Listen to this guy. <laughs> Do you know what this is? This is a podcast. Have you heard of a podcast? No, no I've known what a podcast But okay. that, that stat manifests itself in Victor Radley giving the interview that he gave to Matty Russell after that game and being confused and look, angry. Beyond confused, mm-hmm. he's like questioning how he gets through a game of football now. Well, the same be. thing gets said about Jared, doesn't it? Jared Warrior Hargreaves. Yeah. That, they, that he's been tough. I don't think like maybe I do know referees would you know have certain players they'd look at, mm. but I don't think you can imply that they're somehow targeting him or you know. If I guess anything, Victor if can't anything, give him the opportunity. Look, he can't give him the opportunity to bin him. If anything, it'll go the other way now. I reckon that the fact has become such a public discussion that the referees would think twice now. Of, are we going to get accused of just marching this guy, mm. guy because it's Victor Radley? I'll be interested to see how it goes in the next couple of weeks. What, so we'll... Victor can just go out there and act like Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. and Terminator? <laughs> well, he's got, he's, got, he's got the hat trick now. Three straight weeks he's been sinbin. <laughs> Has anyone been sinbin three straight weeks? I don't know, Michael. You, you're you asking the question. You're the stats man. Can you ask, <laughs> that, ask that Reddit? Ask, ask that Reddit guy. <laughs> ask Mr. Reddit. Reddit. <laughs> see if he can come up with it. Who is this Reddit person? Give him a job at the Herald. Uh, gentlemen, have a good week. Thank you for Footy Talk today. Thanks for having us. It's been a pleasure, Adam. Oh, it has been. Has been. We'll be back next week with more Footy Talk. <laughs>